0: The pair you are about to hear are not professionals. Their opinions and beliefs are not fact. They are just two idiots that are spitting nonsense.
1: listeners Hi. it's me jasmine uh joined here by of course the mysterious uh, Z-
2: i was trying to say it backwards i'm trying to figure that out yes.
1: It's it kind of i don't yeah. know if it would work like that but welcome to the spitting nonsense podcast where we talk about things that we think are important and uh also spit a lot of nonsense about them so and spit uh, we aren't spitting Absolutely not. <clears throat> Gross.
2: Well, speaking of spitting Yeah somebody has to spit I had out. to clean up
1: shit today. Oh yeah, somebody spit out their butthole. Yeah. Little Mia. Fun fun. Poor little Mia. Diarrhea mm. out of her diaper. I had to clean that up. Mm. That's great. Yeah, that's how my day's gone. <clears throat> I did a midterm. Yeah. yeah,
2: it's been a busy day. Daylight savings happening over the weekend. Yeah, I think we gain. It's darker now. It's getting darker early. Physically, now. emotionally, you know, it's darker now. Uh, so Jasmine needs a small loan of fifteen thousand dollars. If you can give it to her,
1: yeah, just for fun, you know. She's when not, I say fun, I I'm not paying off any debt whatsoever. You know, she's um, not telling you what it's for. Yeah, not dead at all.
2: No, it's for her uh, ISS space station.
1: You only need $15,000 for it. <laughs> International Space Station, Space Station? Squared? Yes. You're- <laughs> you said ISS Space Station, You're- and I was International like.
2: International Space Station,
1: Station. Station. Well, you said SS twice. Yeah. ISS space station.
2: Oh, the International Space Station space station. That's what I said. I so said International sw- Space Station squared. It's the space station to the International Space Station. Yes, exactly. You orbit the International Space Station. Yes. In your tiny, dinky $15,000.
1: <laughs> I would die within you, you 30 look,
2: minutes. You'd you have like Jimmy. Critical physics. U- You'd have like Jimmy Neutron physics where you're just like sitting in a cockpit but you don't have anything like oxygen wise helping you at all you're just protected by your big brain <clears throat> um, because in the act if you actually watched i don't the- have that big of a if opinion. you watched the movie they they drove their those amusement park cre- uh vehicles thingies mm-hmm. to the planet none of them wore helmets None of them wore helmets. No, and are, it was a breathable atmosphere, they, apparently. <laughs> in space, yes.
1: Oh, breathable atmosphere, okay, like, surrounding the planet that they were on. But they
2: weren't on a planet anymore when they were traveling from Earth to the, the alien planet. But they, they were had in no, the ship. They, what?
1: But they were in the ship.
2: No, 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 no. They were in roller coasters. And not, the roller coasters are open. They They have an open concept. So they were open air.
1: See, I have to show Jimbo, you. Jimbo, this crime's of passion. <laughs> <laughs> he,
2: I don't know. They, they, didn't explain that one, and I'm not gonna try to delve deeper into it. But, um, no, that's what she needs it for. Me, on the other hand, uh, I don't know. I have no idea. But look, look, see, look here. Here's is Jimmy Neutron with his rocket. So you see how his rocket is just like that? Mm-hmm. It's just open air. It's an open-air... It's like a convertible. It's a convertible rocket.
1: I mean, you just can't see his air force field. <laughs> he's just that advanced. He's got a big... You big... don't understand. He has, a, he has a robot do his hair every morning. Mm-hmm. His dog is a robot. Yeah. He's, he's extended particle physics, okay? Like... I don't know. I, I, I want to know...
2: I want to see the technology behind it happen. In, in,
1: well, each... ask Jimmy next time you see him. Okay, cool.
2: Um... <laughs> Well, what was I talking about? Oh, the sh- the stuff that we've been doing this week. Uh, not really much. I mean, all school. I've been doing. Is, I don't have school anymore. I got work. So um, do I work. Uh, in sign work and all that stuff. And then in my free time, I'm
1: playing game. Uh, Cyberpunk mainly. <laughs> in my minimal, minimal, minimal free time that I have left during the school year um if i'm not babysitting between 5 a.m and 3 p.m after that i just do homework for several several hours until i gr- grab a spot in bed around on 9 30, or 10 and just die for another seven to eight hours and then do it again
3: it happens
1: until the weekend and then, uh, the weekend hits, and I get to do fun things, like this new game that I got for my birthday, uh, Jedi Fallen Order, or excuse me, Survivor. Jedi Survivor, uh, I put Fallen Order on the recommendations as well, because that game was fucking awesome, and I was really surprised, because not a lot of sequels really build off, it. like, a lot of them just kind of fall off, trying to chase what the first one did, and this one is an amazing standalone- like by itself it's fantastic they've improved upon so much uh, i haven't experienced uh oh you watched me experience my first glitch uh with the floating monster
3: no
1: <laughs> that was about it like you know what i mean yeah we were just on the edge of a uh of a cliff and then like we kind of merged with the cliff in the middle of the fight because um uh, the ending move the ending move had me like pierce the mesh. Besides the point, the game is awesome. And uh, I was looking at Respawn's website, and they're hiring for a summer intern for like three or four different spots there. And uh, it's only if you're graduating uh, in 2025 so far. Oh,
2: okay. Late
1: 2024, early 2025. Okay. So. I was thinking about applying. I'm not saying I'm going to get it, but hey, it never hurt to apply. But, uh, besides that, I haven't done anything else. Um, no, I'm almost done much. with uh, the season of '76. Um, Same once I go through. There's apparently something else happening. I this have week. two spots left, uh, three total to fill, so, yeah. That's super What's exciting. happening
2: this week? with 76? Uh, uh, the uh, birthday event. Yeah, birthday event. Get your birthday suit on, not naked, uh, just birthday, uh, like, attire, stuff like that. <coughs> but, uh, yeah, so. Yeah. Right, cool. Yeah. Moving um, on to the news. <clears throat>
1: Uh, well, oh, wait, 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 sorry, I skipped over that last one. Well, that, and then I
2: have a, one more thing, uh, which I'll talk about, uh, we'll I'll get into the, the other thing. Uh, there's a show, not a show, it's a pilot, sorry. I can't call it a show yet, because it does, It only has one episode on YouTube, and, um, the concept of it is something that I haven't, mm-hmm. se- I've, I've seen, I've seen it done before, but not in this process. Of animation, uh, <clears throat> like I've 3D seen, animation. like three D animation, but also making it look like Play-Doh, like making it look like it's like the the, the Five Nights at Freddy's, uh, like esque kind of style of uh, of it looking toyish, like it like, like look like toys. It was um, rendered yeah. in
1: V-Ray. Yeah,
2: but the the thing is about it is that it's all about uh, the idea of somebody being stuck in a video game. Essentially, this person is stuck in v- a VR digital world. Uh, it's called The Amazing Digital Circus. It only has their first pilot. Uh, I guarantee you, if they get more of it, af- and I, it's going to get more episodes, uh, I don't know if we'll get a full season, but it's definitely going to get a few, a couple more going here because it has 78 million views at this point, three weeks out of its a thing, and they're selling... Merch, uh, already, and they have backing and all that stuff from people. I've seen it go over Twitter, people arguing about it. So it's already gotten that far, where people are arguing about it now. So, right. Yeah, and they just released their... I honestly think it has a lot of promise. It's essentially about the existential dread of being stuck in a place of... Um, I guess where you... You physically cannot eat except you can you can sense that you can sense food you can't you can't physically eat it though you can't sleep um you can close your eyes maybe dream who knows what that will be like in the digital uh sphere um you have to deal with you not looking like yourself it and also just like the, the the bugs of of what's going on in the world i guess and the possibility of getting out, which the whole 25-minute episode just kind of revolves around that with the character Pomni. Um And definitely has really good moments of uh, comedy, though, uh, splintered throughout it. And some of the characters are really well done, too. Uh, I saw that as well. We'll talk about that one. Oh, did you put it in there? No, but I can burn I can burn it. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I thought it was really well done. I would like to see more. I would like it to see it get a darker, get darker. Because there's a lot of, there was a lot of sprinkling of, like, some of the stuff happening where there's a lot...
1: It was giving 3D adventure time. There's
2: a lot, there's a lot behind the scenes that we have not seen.
1: Mixed with gumball.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh... It, but like, there's a lot. There's a lot that was just like the little teasers that they showed us, uh, like the abstracted, which if you watch it, you would understand what that is. Where did Kafmo go, uh, at the end of that? Because you, it, it. There's a lot that that will be shown later on if they if they make more of these, and these will take a little bit. Uh, I wonder if they already have like the setup for the origi- the other ones. They have the models and everything made. Uh, they just got to go through and do more uh storyboarding stuff like that so that'd be cool to see but i'm looking forward to seeing what they could make if they get more of that <coughs> going but i would recommend going to see that uh red rat recommend looking that up on youtube is the amazing digital circus or you just type in digital circus funny
1: crisp
2: gang strikes
1: again <laughs> so apple posting <sighs>
2: Uh, so, the thing I want to talk about for my, na- the n- my naked truth, the nudie truth, the nudie truthy. No, that's not what I'm calling it. It's still the naked truth. Um, God, I didn't have a good way of choosing something today. Uh, dude, uh, you don't need this, do you? Uh-oh. Okay, cool. I know what I have an idea.
3: One, four.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> was there stuff written on the other side of it no it's i think it's just a receipt oh okay
2: Look for pet supplies plus
1: i mean it makes we're sense talking, we're in talk, this house
2: we're talking about i wrote okay so what i did is i wrote down random numbers and then and he stabbed just, the table i didn't stab it i used i was thinking about stabbing it. i was like that's a bad idea so what I did is I used the eraser end of it and I just bounced it and then just kind of like let it go where it went. So I landed on one. But we're talking about what is called prairie madness. Um, prairie madness. Prairie madness. This is a thing that happened during the industrial. Well, during like the more immigrant time. This feels like that scene time. from The Northmen. It, it kind of. T- it could tie into that. I guess you could call it. It prairie was. It was it's, a, it's a phenomenon experienced by people who who settled during the in the great plains area of the Americas.
1: Well, the, uh, they're specifically talking about the Americas. I was talking about like Oh, well Greenland yeah, it could it could have happened there too and stuff right. like
2: that, but it could have been called something different. What happened here is, well, of course, you know what the great like the great plains area. It's just flat Yeah. And what it, this is the thing that
1: happened uh, what they start seeing oasis or something.
2: Well, it was it was like it was like it's called Perry Fever, too. Were they singing Wonderwall? <laughs> what's
1: going on? What, do you hear that? Right? Oh my god. Uh, Run. Who's strumming the guitar? <laughs>
2: Dad? What's that? Run, boy. Right. Be quiet. <laughs> Go fast. Uh, there is affliction <laughs> afflicted the affected settlers of the Great Plans during the migration uh, to... Uh, the settlement of the Canadian Prairies, which is like the upper western part of Canada and the western part of the United States during the 19th century, so around the 1800s area era and stuff like that, uh, so they began moving... Right,
1: like the Dakotas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Minnesota. So,
2: because there was not much out there and it was just flatland, people Idaho. who settled in those flat ones and stuff would have symptoms of Madness is what they would call it, which included depression, withdrawal, changes in character and habit, and violence. Uh, So, what what it is what 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 they would what what they considered to be is a thing of being isolated, because you're out in literally You're in the middle of literally nowhere, and you can see it. You can see nothing for miles and stuff like that.
1: It's the same thing that astronauts go through. Oh, yeah. Like, it's literally the exact same mental sickness. Like What's his face from Moon? <laughs> Sam
2: Rockwell. Yeah. Like Sam Rockwell. Well, yeah, like but but, but, but speaking of But that, you know what him, I mean? Like that that kind of vibe. The fear of being alone in like a situation where like literally you can't control. You can control, but it's it's still difficult, especially back then when transport to and from places like that was like Ryan Reynolds in life.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 but uh, oh, now was I'm co- thinking about space movies. It was caused
2: by isolation and tough living conditions on the prairie. The level of isolation. Did you
1: include that alligator thing? I
2: did. Okay, yes. cool, cool. That's the, sure. the level of the isolation depended on the topography. And geography of the region, so it varies. It varies on like the the level of how intense your prairie madness is. Right. And I'm assuming at more flatter ground, it you're gonna it's gonna be more intense. While at more elevated and probably hilly ground, there's more things for you to probably see. So, it, right. It won't be as as intense. Still, you'll probably feel you'll get that. But like, the the other uh, explanation Which was is. was. <sighs> <laughs> It, it the home it's it was actually the Homestead Act of eighteen sixty two. This act. Not uh, the end of the Salem witch trials <laughs> at the end of the eighteen uh, hundreds. I, I mean that could also happen. They just bring them out into the cornfield and start burn, burning them.
1: Pitchfork the bitches. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then and then somebody who is on a farm like a mile away would see the smoke and some of is this people is this modern stand, medicine? They would... <laughs> to the fire. <laughs> Uh, to the flame! So what the what the Homestead Act did is it made sure that a person would be given a tract of 160 acres if they were able to live on it and make something out of it in a five year period. And people took up that offer a lot. <clears throat> so the farms of the Homestead Act were at least a half a mile apart from each other, or usually much even more because you had like a lot of acres to look over. Right. Um, and so it was it was crazy so the lack of quick and easily available transportation would also cause prairie madness as they were so far apart from each other the and back then the mm. fastest mode of transportation Horse. was horses yeah you, the trains weren't that big of a thing in those areas in the middle of the fucking in the woods of yeah. to e- in the middle of the flatlands yeah marries, so you're literally living in a minecraft flat flat world in those not
1: the minecraft flat world yeah <laughs>
2: But like, it, it, so, so that was that was the thing that they, they could not see their neighbors or get to town easily. In many areas, towns were usually located on railroads about 10 to 20 miles apart. Right. So very far apart from each other. Close enough for people to bring goods to the market, uh, but not close enough for people to see town on more than an infrequent basis. So the people living far out there they're, they're right,
1: like once a month. Yeah,
2: they're 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 gonna have to like come in and stock up like Mama needs all insulin, we gotta
1: <laughs> go back to the town nah
2: <laughs> So women were more affected by this than anything else.
1: Yeah, imagine being stuck with your husband and kids.
2: That but also whenever people had to go out to town, it's usually the man. At that time, or, right. the, or the male figure who would go out to town, take care of the business, while the limits. woman would stay home and take care of the home and all that stuff and the kids. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, being isolated,
1: come there, here, honey, I got you a <laughs> cola.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Stash with cocaine inside right. of it, because that's really raw, here's milk there. of the poppy. <laughs> <Ugh. laughs> go to sleep. What do you want, snake oil
1: or... Oh. Snake oil, right. <laughs> or oh, honey, milk of the poppy,
2: uh, Or hair of the dog, which was another one, if I believe. Uh, hair of the
1: dog, bitch yeah, it. There is also...
2: I, there, There's a few that I actually have written somewhere in here. So, uh, yeah, no, there was risk factors, of course, to this stuff. Uh, there's people that commit suicide, unfortunately, of, of this, but, like, I mean... It's extreme isolation. You're going to be feeling some effect of that. I can understand understand where the extreme religious aspects come in, too, and whatnot. Once again, at Logan Paul. Yes.
1: Extreme Extreme isolation. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Places you should not be. Mm Mm-hmm
2: um it's not really a clinical term though like this doesn't really happen as often of course because of like like seasonal affective disorder modern media and our internet and stuff like that It's so yeah and also cars cars makes it easier to get to and from places and stuff like that so but uh yeah no that's prairie madness yeah they
1: could have a car but that don't mean they got a road you had to they, pave your own fucking road. They can make their own road. You think they're gonna make the road first or get the car first? That's I mean. right. They gotta make the car. Then they gotta build the road. Then they gotta drag the car down the road.
2: <laughs> uh. Anyways. Uh. Yeah. So that that's that. Uh. So apparently there was something called the Silence of the Great Plains. Uh. I just wanna talk about this about this really quickly. It was something that they call that they mention whenever you lived on the Great Plains, all you would hear would probably be wind,
1: cicadas, crickets.
2: Very, but like that—that's the thing. Sometimes you wouldn't even hear frogs. You don't hear frogs because there's no there's no ponds or anything like aquatic living around you. It's just plains. Uh, same thing with cicadas. Cicadas don't live near that. They're trying to find uh watered land or or more. Wetland uh, stuff like that, so they're mosquitoes. Not gonna be around there. Mosquitoes wouldn't be around there either because, like, they're looking, of course, for water be- to lay their eggs and all that stuff. Uh, th- the main thing you'd probably hear is grasshoppers and crickets at night, but during the day,
1: you're just probably hearing locusts. They ate the crops. <laughs> you damn it, Jebediah! You're probably just hearing. We have to sacrifice another
2: virgin. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the, the so that's how they got witches. Okay. That is exactly how they got witches. Yeah. No. Okay, so yeah, it was it was that. That's how it, that's how it happened. There's there's pictures of this shit. Uh, not like the prairie madness itself, but pictures of like
1: <laughs> pictures of the prairie madness I mean, just I hanging guess, out
2: behind I him guess like this breathing is the vehemently. On, the only picture that they have of it. <laughs> but I don't know if that's actually real or not. Little House so. on the
1: Prairie wasn't real. It was more like virgin suicides. <laughs> no, Kirsten Dunst. What was that? I don't know. That was a bizarre song. Ugh. Oh, okay. Okay. okay, okay. That makes more sense now. All right. But uh, moving on, I think we are finally into the articles for the day. So this one comes straight out of space, and y'all know I love my space shit. So, apparently, there is a uh, significant amount of remnants of an ancient planet that may uh, lay buried close to the Earth's core. So, um, it's, it's a part of a Mars-sized planet known as Theia uh, that may be buried deep within the Earth's mantle close to the core. It was an ancient collision between our two worlds that gave uh, rise to the formation of our moon the moon um the planets of the solar system uh all have their own scars uh but um things like significantly can happen like why uranus spins at a 97 degree tilt oh it's because of a terrible asteroid strike that because it it's had heavier received. on one side well it received it Hit from an asteroid. It received a
2: hit, but then that also means the metals and stuff probably made it more denser on one side compared to the other. Same thing with Taya here. Well, yeah, like it'll you, spin like that, and
1: then eventually it'll form back into I a ball. Because I remember
2: hearing about the, you know what I these mean? blobs. They don't know what the blobs are actually made of, right? But they know that it happened through this process. So, uh, and it's because they're buried under the mantle, which we can't get through the mantle. So, but we have. Yep. But we have ways of using, uh, what is it, sonar, uh, like geological sonar, uh, to check it out. So, Yeah, yeah
1: so they used uh, seismology to uh, uh, look down into the earth and found a significant patch of land where yes. everything is completely fucking different.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, just down in there, you know what I mean? So uh oh, it's, it's a it's a new set of computer simulations modeling the impact uh that also supports the idea that the two continent-sized masses of material were buried deep beneath the earth's surface and may actually be remnants of the uh the blobs. There you go. Uh yeah. which are located under modern-day Africa and the Pacific Ocean were discovered in the 1980s and were dubbed large low velocity provinces or LLVPs. Uh Owing to the fact that seismic waves were observed to travel slower as they passed through the strange masses. Mm-hmm. Uh, this in turn suggested that these pockets may have a different composition and a higher density than the surrounding matter that makes up the bulk of the Earth's mantle, which is the section between our planet's upper core and its lower curve. That's what I'm
2: saying. We, we don't technically know what these things are made of we just know it's a kaiju <laughs> it's just a living fucking creature the earth is uh, uh living, yeah so here here's the blobs construct. by the way so here's the actual ones of it being shown in the direction of of it and all that stuff uh of of it and all and all that so this this is underneath like all the mantle and everything you just got these like giant mega structures i guess is what you could call them not you not even structures but they're like giant natural formations or something like that that came through uh collision course with our our, uh, planet long time ago so
1: yeah Yeah, so um may have struck earth with enough force to fully melt the upper portion of the earth's mantle while leaving the lower half of our planet largely solid uh during this chaotic process earth could have acquired about 10 percent of theia's mass which would account for the enormous size of these strange deposits detected in earth's mantle in the present day
2: what if these things are just fucking hollow
1: like, they're just hollow. Like, it's just a sinkhole, and then all of a sudden we all fall in one no, day, and no, no, that's
2: no. the they're end of holo- Earth, and it just collapses. They're hollow, and then it's like it's like hollow Earth, and then they have, like, all the shit from, like, King Kong and stuff like that. And it's where the dinosaurs, the dinosaurs went down into the block. It's not
1: filled with lava, you know it's what I mean? It's not filled with lava.
2: It's filled with water that sprinkles both ways because... How it works is gravity will flip, since it's so close to the core, Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. It flips, and what the sun is in that location is
3: hmm, giant. Completely
2: dark. No, 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 no. It is. It is giant, massive crystal-like structures that are beaming light from a source further into the core, which is probably the core.
1: So are you saying that we're in a giant construct?
2: No, not construct. It's like it's naturally formed, oh, okay. so the light beams through these crystals. Well, you saw you made like, it
1: sound like very intentional. No, 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 no.
2: Like like natural crystal formations, like quartz and stuff like that. Except it's not quartz. It's something larger and much more ancient. <laughs> so, right. Something that can harness the power of of a core and turn it into light. Uh, I don't fucking know. I'm coming up with ideas as I go along. You know uh, who
1: else is coming up with ideas as they go along? I don't know. Disney. Name... Yes, they are actually buying the rest of Hulu from Comcast. It makes sense. It makes sense. They were already like majority. They were bundling it with everything. Yeah, like they were majority <laughs> shareholders, like if I'm not mistaken. But yes, it's buying the remaining 33% stake in Hulu to become the sole owner of the streaming service. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the the purchase announced today is estimated to cost roughly eight and a half billion dollars. Jesus. I, I mean, it's a good service. You it, know what I mean? Like, it's a good
2: like, service. I just, I, I mean, I can, I can see them integrating. I don't know if they're gonna like the de- deletion this thing, and then put it into Disney Plus. But I see no reason why they should. <laughs> Dulu. 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 Dulu, <laughs> Dulu Plus. Dulu, Dulu Plus. Yeah. All, but And <laughs> you gotta add ESPN in there too. So it'd be uh. Dulespian. Do Dule. Do, uh, <laughs> it's like uh, what was Dude, it? What is it from Parks and Rec? It was like Verizon, ExxonMobil, and Chipotle. Oh, or, or Ver- Ver- I can't say it. I can't say it.
1: Exxon or something like that. I don't remember. But. Uh, last month, uh, Hulu and Disney Plus both saw price increases, increasing from fourteen ninety nine a month to seventeen ninety nine a month and ten ninety nine to thirteen ninety nine respectively. So, uh, expect that to go up again. That's just me saying that.
2: Duespion. Duespin.
1: Duespin. Duespin plus. Duespin plus. Uh. Uh, a plus, a positive, you know. Found out Blade is going to be the MCU's second R-rated movie after Deadpool 3. That's cool. That's extremely exciting. Okay.
2: I saw, I saw the leaks of what the original script was about
1: what was it it was
2: it was gonna be uh transitioning blade to a female-led role and being more uh in-depth with uh less action and more
1: drama like, no <laughs> that's, like i get it that's, he's half what, vampire that's, that's cool we've seen enough drama
2: that's that's what that's what i saw the the, the first script part uh leaks at least
1: you know about. what we need to do we need to write a tv show you know a tv show we should write Powerpuff Girls live action.
2: No, they tried
3: that. It did
1: really <laughs> bad. Oh, oh fuck. No. So uh, yes, the the original 1998 film with Wesley Snipes was also rated R for strong pervasive vampire violence and gore language and Bruce. They, have to, they have
2: to say vampire. It's violence. not human
1: violence. It's not human violence. Yeah, it's, it's monster violence. violence. Yeah. Monster so violence. Um, the Blade they said they're gonna have fun because marshall ali is such a deep actor he's excited to show ruthlessness a roughness yeah i know right like he's got dignity and integrity we all know Marshallah ali can act okay like that's not that's not the problem like it's can the people write a good enough story to make this seemingly one-sided character multifaceted so yeah like a blade I, you know? I
2: think it'll work out. Like a blade. Do if they do the right thing. Speaking of the show the movies getting R rating into the MA. the first show of Marvels to get an MA rating will be Echo, which is a character from which one? Hawkeye. That's the one. Uh, she showed up there. Echo is a character that is known in the comics. I can't remember what her what her power was, but she does something. And they changed it for the show, and I don't remember why. But I think I, I don't want to get it back. Uh, this is supposed to be your first TV MA one. I hope Daredevil follows the same suit and goes TME, TV t- buh, 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 buh. MA because it should it should follow the same suit as it did with its Netflix uh, counter counterpart. Uh, but it's all echo will also be part of the first series to launch under the new marvel spotlight banner uh yes. which is something that's supposed to arrive on disney hulu uh plus in january 10th 2024
1: so the spotlight is giving them a platform to bring more grounded and character-driven stories to the screen uh, in this case for echo focusing on street level stakes over mcu continuity so um, i i'm okay with that you know what i mean like I'm, I'm just happy that they have like spotlight now you know what i mean instead of just regular mcu films because everybody's all oh where's it gonna fit into the puzzle you know what i mean i'm like break the all <laughs> uh, come on guys you know, like no, no, that's what they no, were known best that for with so. that. and then oh, what was it Werewolf by night also did that too Cool. Yeah, yeah. Moon Knight should technically be considered a spotlight thing. You know what I mean? They mm-hmm. tied a little bit into it, but not too much. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm saying. But not, uh, not
2: sp- I think, but if they keep going with this, they they should do a Ghost Rider spotlight. I feel like Ghost they could. I think they should, and they should have Nick Cage be a cameo just for a second. <laughs> I don't know about all that. Just not as a ghostwriter, just as a small cameo. He doesn't have He does not have the to do any, of ghost
1: he doesn't have to
2: do any crazy bullshit anymore. Even though that he likes to do that. Moon Knight though is crazy. The moisty voice. That mirror sequence that was in the show, if I believe, I can't remember what which episode that was from. But it took a long time for them to do that one. The bathroom. The bathroom.
1: The bathroom. Yeah, the bathroom scene. uh, It took 10 months total to work on because the entire bathroom is covered in fucking mirrors and they had to digitally scrub out every single cameraman... That they that they caught in the in the mirrors, which is like impossible to not happen. You know what I mean? That, because of how many mirrors that there are,
2: and also digitally editing and adding the uh, the fights, and also making
1: sure that like and the face and the eyes. And you all, know what
2: if I mean? it if it's like having either uh, what's their names? Why can't I think of their Stephen or Mark? show up in the mirrors rather than the other one and stuff like that. They probably did multiple, like, clothing changes and stuff and mirrored, like, the actions uh, I Asker Isaac did so that they would have different, multiple shots of him being different characters of the different personalities and stuff like that. Yeah, so. for
1: visual effect workers this was months of hard graft without overtime. So it says, when the shoot day ends for us the second half of our day begins. So when everyone else is going off to the pub, you get to go back to the production office and work for four to six more hours. Which, you know, one after they finish mocap, like, mm-hmm. what else is there to do? You know what I mean? Uh, they, they got the takes down perfectly. They got the acting down. They had the ADR, like, and the, and the timing done for the... You know, all of it. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. So, um... VFX workers are now organizing to stand up for their rights, with Marvel's visual effect workers voting to unionize back in September.
2: Um, yeah, I'm reading this quote. It's kind of sad. In some cases there were people that would be working early in the morning and then late. They This person said they experienced on a show that they would be going into the office 7, 7.30 and finishing up around 8 or 9 at night if they were working remote 6.15 to 6.30 in the morning, ending 10.30 to 11 at night. Working for Marvel effects, and that's crazy. <sighs> so, to
1: be able to keep going. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, so, they get breaks.
2: I mean, what if the show they worked on was She-Hulk?
1: My problem with She-Hulk wasn't the visual effects.
2: It's the writing. Yeah, one hundred percent.
1: Like it was not the visual effects team. I I don't blame them at all. In fact, I think they did a pretty good job. Especially with how Hulk versus She-Hulk looked. Like, they didn't do her over too much.
2: Speaking of criticizing, Nicolas Cage criticizes Superman came out in the flesh. As he said, he did not uh, do that. That is not what I did. Yeah, he did not do that. It was CGI rendered. I already knew that. Um, It's still cool to see that it was test... uh, it it was never so. Although the cameo was very CGI in appearance, it was never less shot in person.
1: Which was okay, you know what I mean? Because if you looked at like the the one world that they were glimpsing into compared to the other worlds, all of them had the same like over overtly like rendered look to them. You know what I mean? When they brought back Christopher Reeves, like uh, you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they they really just kind of uh, stuck them all in there but um
2: he said i don't think it was created by ai i don't think it was i think he he did say he adorned the superman costume while it may have eventually differed from what he shot cage insisted that it was not a that it was not ai uh it was cg cg i already know that cgi they de-aged him uh so yeah
1: he has a problem with artificial intelligence
2: AI is a nightmare to me. It's inhumane. You can't get more inhumane than artificial intelligence.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. Another boomer freaking out about something that's not even real yet. We don't have true artificial intelligence. We have dumb intelligence. For sure. It can read something off the internet and spit it back out at you. That's cool.
2: Spike Presumably an ad. Uh... I mean, yeah, no, the, the, the suit was right. <sighs>
3: uh,
2: but, yeah, that's happening in DC's era. Speaking of DC's era, whoops, another DC era gone. The CW's final DC era has come to an end. I'm okay with this, as though. As the final season of Superman and Lois is announced. But it makes, it makes... What? You said Lois. Superman
1: and Lois. Lois. Superman and Lois. Lewis Su- is a man. Yes, Superman
2: and Lewis, the gay version. So you
1: think Peter Griffin is married to Lewis? No, what? It's spelled the exact same? No,
2: no, no, not like that. No, they just Lois is now Lewis, who is a man.
1: Lois. No, no it's just not like that. <laughs> 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 well, um, I'm asking you. Uh, so, uh, the popular Superman show debuted February 2021, starring Tyler Hecklin and Elizabeth Tolock as the iconic DC power couple Clark Kent and Lois Lane. Uh, over the last three seasons, like, it didn't do much, honestly. <laughs> they want to hype it up, you know what I mean? But, like, that show wasn't
2: very good. I didn't watch it, because I haven't was, been on it at all. It was all. pretty bad. They're changing it out, and they're Perfect. ending it, and... Now it'll be the last one being ended. Batwoman ended before this. Green Arrow ended way before these. Did Batwoman ever began. They had a show for her, but it was only like two seasons. Batgirl. Main character, main, main actress for the first season dropped, and they had to put Ruby Rose, if I believe, for the second season in there. Um, wow. So Yeah. If I No, it was Ruby Rose who played in the first season, and then she dropped, and then they had to replace her. If I believe. I might be wrong on that. Why?
1: I don't know. She was probably like, yeah, this is bad. Yeah. <laughs> she did one season. I'm like, going to no. go do
2: Powerpuff Girls live action. Right, so. exactly.
1: <laughs> CW's like, hey, can I borrow her? <laughs> uh,
2: speaking of the DC, though, Zack Snyder had his hand in the DC, but now he's not there anymore. He's no, on he's in Star Wars. He's making his own. I don't. Make Star Wars. Look, 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 look. Look, here's my thing. Why do we have to compare it to Star Wars? Why does it have to be compared to Star Wars? Because
1: everything's compared to Star Wars. But
2: why do we still have to compare it then to I'll Star Wars? Then I'll compare it to Star Trek. I'll compare it to anything else. Because I don't want to compare it to things like that. I don't think you should compare things like
1: that. Well, I'm going to compare it to things.
2: Yeah, but like that's just going to diminish the value of it. I feel like it diminishes the value of anything if you compare it to stuff.
1: Oh, not really
2: mm, i think it does i think i think a thing should stand on its own merit without being regarded well, yeah it
1: stands on its own merit but that doesn't mean that you can't take stuff from other things and employ and apply it to your your project i
2: don't know i just everything
1: is a remix of everything zach you can't tell me that this doesn't look like star wars because if you didn't show me the entire title. I would think this was a fucking Star Wars. Film. I
2: don't see it as Star Wars, though. I don't look at this and look okay, at these okay. Star Wars. If
1: you didn't know that this was Zack Snyder, if you did not know that this was Rebel Moon, and I showed you this trailer, you would think it was a Star Wars trailer.
2: No, I wouldn't, because I could tell the difference between a lightsaber and a sword that's on fire with like plasma instead.
1: You would think it was an extended <laughs> would, Star Wars.
2: Story. I would not, though. I wouldn't, though, a to because Star I Wars. know better. than as a, fan, as a like, fan of Star Wars, I know better than that.
1: <clears throat> you say that, but I, it could be something that you've never seen before. People yeah, do it all but the time.
2: I, but I'm feeling like that's a thing of, of, like, knowing your own research and not knowing your own research. So I already...
1: Right, but saying that you can't compare things to other things is crazy.
2: I'm saying that you can, but, like, at the same time, I don't think... I just think like things should be able to stand on their own merit with having like every single time being compared to like the most prolific iconic. That's uh, why I said I'll switch it up and
1: I'll say Star Trek. There you go, I'll compare it to Star Trek. When I watch it, I will compare it to every star film that I've ever seen. (sighs) I just I'll let it stand on its it's own. Maybe it's like Ender's game.
2: I'll let it stand on its own. So but uh
1: It looks like a fire RPG game though. (laughs) Like, these are the new Baldur's Gate characters, look at them.
2: It looks like, uh... They kind
1: of do, you know what I mean? No. Like, which one's the bard? This one. Right here. Actually, no, that's the wizard. It looks
2: like Aquila City. You went to Aquila City in Starfield. So you're comparing it to
1: Starfield now?
2: And had fun there. And then went to, uh, on a quest in Firefly... And then went to I'm trying to get as many as I can in there. Battlestar Galactic. Uh, and then she came from she came from raised uh raised by wolves and he came from Blade Runner and Janmon Hansu is just the you same know what? character. Like,
1: it's kinda like Blade Runner with that little <laughs> child who's a uh, uh, Robot, and they're trying to keep it a secret. But, but, I know what Rebel Moon but, is going to be ja- about. It's literally ja- Blade Runner. Jai
2: Su is the same character he played in every movie ever. All movies, and he will die. What are you doing? <laughs> he will die. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I don't. I, well, it's Blade Runner in space. It I like. Me. I like Zack Snyder's films. I do. Blade Runner,
1: Star Star Wars.
2: I liked his Man of Steel, uh, Jedi version. I did like. uh, That's the name of the next game. Army of the Dead and then Army of Thieves were both good to me. I did enjoy his version of Justice League when it got made. Um, What is another show? Oh, yeah, he did 300. I didn't actually think 300 was that bad. Freddy did really good though. What was it good? I like the Watchmen live action one too. I like that one as well. Oh, Watchmen was amazing. Yeah, I like that. And then his also his Dawn of the Dead, uh, creation too. His his, uh, his remake of Dawn of the Dead. But um, he also did the music video for Desolation Road for My Chemical Romance. I didn't know he did that, but that's interesting. And then he also directed Sucker Punch, but we don't talk about that um anyways so yeah no i liked it. i like his film so i'll probably like this because i like space stuff and this will be fun to watch it's broken into two parts uh he also wants to expand it into a comic book i think there was a podcast talking about it
1: putting there army was. of the dead into rebel moon is crazy why
2: this is probably set like far and far in the future
1: there's actually a character from rebel moon in the army of the dead animated series that we never did so what were you saying about Far Into the Future? Okay, okay. Well, what if it's like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy, dude. <laughs> like, so, that,
2: so then, what if it's the same thing as like Marvel and Guardians of the Galaxy where they have just this stuff happening in space and then everything is happening on Earth?
1: I mean, yeah, like, it's a shared universe. It mm. didn't say it was on the same or,
2: planet. Or like... they're on the same planet but in a different time. So the character goes
1: to well, time. Well, yeah, it's a prequel to, like... It's a prequel to Army of the Dead. The animated series that never got made, Army of the Dead, the greenlit series from 2020, Uh never got made, and it was supposed to be a prequel to the Las Vegas Army of the Dead. So, in the animated series, which was a prequel to Army of the Dead... Rebel Moon's character was in Army of the Dead. What if? Okay. So, so it's a prequel.
2: Then there's time travel.
1: So then Rebel. Time Moon,
2: travel. So then Rebel Moon is a prequel sequel to there's Army of no the Dead. fucking
1: trying. And then it becomes
2: a paradox. Order Boros and they eat each other. People
1: on Earth are like trying to rob vaults for money from zombies, and then on the other side, there's people flying around in spaceships with fire swords and guns. Looking like the fucking Wicker Man.
2: That's fine. Go for it. It's I think space. you should have
1: never said this, <laughs> especially with using humans twice. You understand? Because like they're humans. What do you mean? They're humans.
2: No, I don't think all of them are humans.
3: Mm,
2: I think one humans them, with powers. I think that's an android. I think that thing in the background with the antlers is like an alien, uh, type creature. Uh, human cyborg, always been a cyborg, will always be a cyborg. How do you know on? he's a cyborg? He was a cyborg in Guardians of the Galaxy. He was a cyborg. Okay, in, but I don't see any cyborg le- wear. yeah, he's he was wearing. He's
1: wearing, like, he's wearing like traditional fucking armor. You like, haven't he's a seen goddamn the other Roman side general. of his head.
2: Maybe it's like covered in like chrome or something like They're that. They're
1: not gonna give him chrome dome twice in the same five years, bro. <laughs> don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, we really liked how you looked in your chrome dome.
2: Uh so I don't know. That would be interesting. I-, I look forward to watching that. I look forward to watching the extended A R rated cuts, so that'll be cool to see those. Uh I we were talking about AI a little earlier. We Speak- were. You know what? I wanna see an AI movie. I wanna see an AI created movie at some point. Can I create it? Yeah. You just got
1: like. Well, I do the prompts. You just got like like... Snorlax eating
2: children, or something like that. It just it turns it turns in from like 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 tele not no that's also worse. Uh, (laughs) Turns into like uh, cats and uh, dogs, like puppies and stuff, like playing in a field and stuff and whatnot, and then it just slowly transforms and then into them getting eaten. by Star Wars. Pixar the Holocaust. Pixar the Holocaust. Everybody, it's officially created. Speaking of that being created by AI, Seinfeld show. Time there is has a, a flavor. There is, and right
1: now, it tastes sour. There
2: is an AI Seinfeld show that's been actually going on for a while, but uh, it was broken for a bit, and now it got fixed, uh, and it is even more horrifying than it was before it was broken. So what happened was this show. This AI-generated Seinfeld-like sitcom has been running since last February, uh, and it just continually just creates random bullshit based around Seinfeld and the show and the world and stuff. And recently, if I believe, uh, it was it got stuck, like looping on a person going through the fridge over and over and over again it just got stuck on that on that same on that same thing um, and instead they've got that fixed um, but it's also making even more wild remarks sometimes i feel like a napkin at a barbecue smothered in sauce but no use to anyone like what 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 philo- philosophical crap is this ai It i feel like it's becoming sentient out of all yeah. the AIs that became sentient, the Seinfeld show AI has become sentient. I had a, a n- seven point eight
1: out of ten on IMDb. Ninety-five percent of people like this show. Thumbs
2: up. It's called Nothing Forever. Nothing by Forever. The way. Yes. Uh I had a nightmare last night. Uh, that time was a sandwich. I try. I was trying to eat it, but it was too much. And what's even weirder is that I don't even like sandwiches. Can you believe that? Yeah, so th- these these are just some of the things. So what happened was during this thing, they did have to take it off a little bit because they received a temporary ban from Twitch after the AA spit out a transphobic remark, but I mean like what's to be expected from the internet and also uh, who was it? Kramer? No. Who who was the, who the, whatever I didn't watch Whatever whatever guy who was who was who was the uh, the one who yelled the N-word at the comedy club. Stuff like that. They could pull stuff from there and bring it in uh, in, in there because it's related to Seinfeld. <clears throat> but they came back with, not long after that with an apology, a new cast, new moderation system, stuff like that. Uh, the audience gradually dwindled as people got bored watching the AI system meandering meaningless conversations. Uh, apparently there's some new, there's, there's protagonists that are added in and all that stuff. We're watching it right now. This is weird. It's it, live. Oh, this is live? It's, nothing forever. It's always on. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, and notice that two characters seem to be permanently stuck on the fridge and that weird orange man kept appearing and disappearing from the apartment. Look this it, clip uh, was bug recorded on October 26th and it's suggesting that problem lasted five days. So these people were just standing by the fridge for five days on the Twitch stream and then this random dude in an orange shirt would just appear randomly on the couch and then just disappear for five days on the twitch stream before it got fixed so but since then uh it's been getting a little weird like a lot of the conversations are getting a little weird um that that like uh apparently one of them it said where uh he they're asking about telling everybody about the place she heard of Uh, where time flows backward. There's
1: 46 (laughs) people watching right now. Oh, that's cool. Uh,
2: And then another character pondered, ever wonder why bread turns into toast, but toast can't turn back into bread? I also heard, I often think about what it would be like to be a bird. No decisions, no anxieties, just flying around eating worms. I mean... Uh, apparently there was a character called Leo who was listening to a woman in the mirror slowly unraveling. Uh, later about another about how it is a how time is a horrifying circus and humans are merely puppets to a grand theater. Love that. Yeah. So positivity. It, it's getting existential. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, and then another. God, what the hell. At first, I thought it was just a moment. Okay. In the period I watched, there was a weird ongoing thread characters repeatedly brought up over the course of an hour about a goblin that seemed to think was either there in the apartment with them or controlling them somehow. At first, I thought it was just a momentary conversation they were having. But when I asked Twitch chat how long things have been like this, someone replied, since the goblin arc. Which I only <laughs> confused me further. What is going on? We're
1: scrolling through TV.
2: Oh, cool cartoons. Oh, Star Trek. Yeah, it's playing at 8 p.m. now.
1: Watch Forever. Windows ninety six. Uh, um, the Star Trek. The Star Trek. Don't mind us just trailing off watching this fucking screen. So but scary. uh, I just saw a little little couple Jimmy
2: more Jimmy Who is that? Jimmy Swaggart a thing. don't Jones oh hello uh, but yeah so Swag-
1: it's just the last name that gets me man he was a, he's a creature still one of those TV angelical oh, motherfuckers I see see that's why I don't know who he is but speaking of TV and evangelical motherfuckers Oh, I found this. It came up on me.
2: I want want to talk about this before. We have two more before the break. They're kind of related. We're in the idea of AI (laughs) and just bad CG and all that stuff. And this trailer came out of nowhere, but it is intentionally made to look bad. But it looks funny. It's made by this place called Full Moon Pictures. They released a trailer for a core comedy called Bad CGI Gator. Yes, the movie is called Bad CGI Gator. And what it makes, what seems to be like a bad they joke. They threw
1: their laptops into the toxic waste, and out came a bad CGI gator.
2: <laughs> so, so the trailer explains crazy. it. The exp- trailer explains it to be a raunchy comedy where, well, of course, raunchy Terror, comedy, rendered, I guess. And what happened <laughs> is these these six guys, people go, not guys, but girls and guys go to a, a gaggle cabin of goons, and they throw their laptops. As like uh, I can just read the fucking thing. Six college grads on spring break Wait in it. a cabin in swamplands of Georgia. Once mm-hmm. there, they decide to throw their their school laptops in the backyard lake in an act of youthful defiance, which unknowingly turns a lurking alligator into a dreadful, sensational bad CGI gator. Yes. So they play on that the the gator has become bad CGI, uh, which it it is, but it's not. It's like it's like it's like sci-fi. Like, it's not, it's not extremely terrible, but it isn't, it's, it's nowhere near as good as it should be. But it plays off on that, as uh, there's a lot of jokes in there where there was one scene where the, the gator was just floating, and the dude's like,
1: <laughs> I was like, why is it floating? That's the first thing that I said. And then the guy in the movie actually replied to me, like, and oh, he's like, oh, and it's floating.
2: Oh, it's just a gator outside that killed her best friend that's floating. He's
3: floating. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, They play off with, like, some of the gags of it, like, actually doing some strange, like, movements with its body rigging and whatnot. Um, It's, it,
1: I think it, I think it it looks If they do a sequel, they have to do good CGI Gator.
2: (laughs) They have good CGI Gator and bad CGI Gator. That's what I'm saying. Fighting against each other. Right, right. That's what I'm
1: saying. But this one isn't even that bad. It's not terrible. It's just, it needs to be (laughs) resigned. and perhaps, you know, not put on the ground. But they
2: did that intentionally.
1: I know like they did it intentionally there
2: was well there's a one scene at the very end where the gator was the size of the house that shit's wild. <laughs> so we'll see where it goes i think we'll want to want I, I want to look out for this one uh it says it'll be on amazon prime video on november 24th so sorry this person just wrote salad tossing. Like... sauce everywhere sauce everywhere he is just cutting out the unnecessary computer okay um but yeah so that that's happening um speaking of one thing that's happening before we jump in this is based around ai but deals with microsoft and i want to get into it just a little bit while we, before we get into
3: the video games
2: god oh jeez, microsoft is bringing ai enhanced game developer tools to xbox Okay. which is very interesting. I don't that know is what, very interesting. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? Uh they partnered with uh Inworld AI <coughs> which apparently Inworld AI is uh a, has a character engine uh which should f- sound familiar to some as <coughs> uh he apparently this person used uh who's called it was a modder called Block Used in world character engine tool to create a AI powered GTA 5 story mod uh, sentient, sentient streets. streets before take two shut it down. So you know that it did good because take two shut like the company of GTA is like, nah, we can't have this. You can't make off- you can't
1: be doing this. Yeah. So it's just sad to see, you know what i mean? like so, that they don't that they aren't as accepting as say like Bethesda mm-hmm. for modding. You know what mm-hmm. i mean? Bethesda realizes the potential that it offers, you know, and even hires people on after they do good mods.
2: Oh know? yeah, for sure. Like so so this will become they aim to make it accessible, responsibly designed to a multi-platform AI tool set to assist and empower creators in dialogue story basically they're making it so that it makes it easier for developing stories and mods and stuff like that through the xbox system and all that right uh with ai uh help and whatnot not like ai will fully take over the system for you it's just helping you co- generate probably like i don't know like fluff for your story or something like right, right. like to help out with ideas like if like, you get yeah, a yeah it's not making whatnot. the
1: game for you no, you know what i not. mean like it, <laughs> ai could never no AI <laughs> yeah, i could never dude
2: yeah it'd be dark as hell in that game Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, the new one, probably was made by AI. That's Stop. why it did so bad. Stop. <laughs> we'll, you know
3: talk
2: that yeah, after we'll talk about that Yeah, we'll talk about that right after uh, the, break. the break. Like,
1: <laughs> I hate that they named it Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. They did
2: it with the whole thing. I know,
1: like I just hate it. I hate what they've done.
2: They could have called it Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Squared. 1.0, 2.0, 3.0, or they called it 3 Square, 3 cubed, sorry. <coughs> 1 minus... One minus two squared, three cubed. Yeah. All right, we'll be back.
1: We'll be back.
0: Ah, there you are. Take this potion of healing and rest your weary feet, Wanderer. You're halfway there. are now fully rested.
2: And we are back. Welcome back, Table Snaps.
1: Yes. And, oh uh,
2: one One. Jeez. No, you go first. I forgot the thing that I was going to talk about. uh Live action Legend of Zelda. Was it Breath of the Wild? No, I just
1: said Legend of Zelda.
2: It, it was. It was. It was. It's in development. The live action one is in development. It's officially in development. It's starting. I think at Netflix is where it's getting dropped, so yeah, that'll be interesting to see. I just wanted to talk about that real quick. But we also yeah, not
1: much to come like with that. You know what yeah.
2: I mean? Also, there's a few trailers that dropped. Uh, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes trailer dropped, which looks really cool. And then uh, what was that other one I saw like recently that also looked interesting? Um, that I was looking forward to watching not the fall guy. I don't I don't remember.
1: Code. Uh, but first thing up on the docket here on the second half, we got BlizzCon 2023 everything announced and revealed. So, uh we're going to probably rapid fire through these cuz I don't know if we have much to say about BlizzCon, but uh um,
2: BlizzCon is BlizzCon.
1: Yeah. First up, we got Diablo 4's first expansion will officially be called Vessel of Hatred. Atron.
2: Yeah, so they have like, like, oh, Diablo Four. Yes, the first expansion. Yes, I was about to skip over that entirely, but no. So that's cool to see that that Vessel Alpha
1: Yes, it will include a brand new, never before seen class. Um, and that's all that we really know about that. But next up, we have Blizzard announcing oh. the next three expansions in World of Warcraft: The World Soul Saga. Of course, they have yeah, three more three. expansions
2: planned. Right? Exactly, the game is
1: never gonna
2: die. They can't. it can't die. It's their, it's their main revenue source, other than maybe Overwatch. But I don't know. Who yes. knows? Who knows? Uh, so that's okay. gonna be interesting. Like to see of what the hell they do with, with the the the. Uh,
1: they were called the whole... by the way. Uh. uh the Last Titan, Midnight, and the War with Him. That's the name of the
2: three. So. It says it'll be the culmination of the first twenty years of our story knowing. and will vector us into the next twenty years of our adventure. They oh want to keep it going. Like I can understand that. Like Jasmine, it's literally like Fallout seventy. If Fallout seventy six kept going on forever,
3: <laughs>
2: forty <laughs> years of seventy six. <laughs> No. Uh, that's crazy.
1: Um, yeah, but they're gonna have to do a graphical update. No,
2: for sure. Oh, for sure but I'd keep
1: playing seventy six if they did a graphical up, update. You know what I mean? Nice. Like in the next five years.
2: Yeah, like that's something be, that we're really definitely cool. gonna need. Um, uh, engine it's the same next? thing with World of Warcraft and stuff like that. They, but of course, that one's gonna need. They they're not gonna update those graphics, uh, anytime soon on that engine because uh, I don't think they can. I think
1: I, that's why I said a complete rebuild of the game. Yeah. Uh, for new systems
2: yeah so we're just talking about their other little uh oh still in warcraft though uh warcraft classic is adding Cataclysm expansion <clears throat> yes
1: yeah, so uh they'll be able to revisit the adventure that was a revamp to azeroth and transformed entire regions and made old quest lines and stories unplayable uh, cataclysm was also where the giant dragon Deathwing flew in the sky and rained fire down upon the players. I remember this
2: being a big The Worgen
1: and Goblins were added as playable races, and archaeology was introduced.
2: I remember this being a big thing when it when it came around.
1: Yeah, fucking 15 years ago.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, uh, Cat- World of Warcraft Cataclysm. I,
2: I remember th- I remember the trail- trailers really well.
1: Um, what can I say except you're <laughs> It's uh, so funny
2: dude. because it's true. So Overwatch 2 has added a Samoan hero, which is, is, is the first Samoan hero of the game. Yeah, cool, whatever. He It's literally Maui from it's God. Maui, God except
1: they named his name's Malga.
2: Yeah, yeah. So it's definitely a tie to him. I looked at the trailer of how he how he plays... Uh, say, he's a just a cliche. he's a beefy dude that control that carries two machine guns.
1: He's just off-brand Maui. Yeah. Less so,
2: peaceful. So that, that <laughs> <laughs>
1: less peaceful, more machinery. Yeah.
2: So he's just he's he's kind of is doing his own thing. Uh, very very big dude. Yes, uh, he apparently sense. can he can defend bullets with his back. I don't really understand. He's, he's strong. I mean, yeah, I, like he's a, he's a. I, I just want I want I, I want to understand more about that stuff, uh, because in the characters because I kind I enjoy Overwatch's style of building its heroes, but I don't enjoy the gameplay. Yeah, if either. you get my drift, like I like how the character I like how the characters, drift, I like drift, how the characters drift, look. I think they're really drift. well designed and really nice, but I don't. <laughs> I don't like how I don't I don't I don't vibe with like gameplay like that, and <clears throat> in, in, uh, at least in my opinion, where you choose from a roster of of characters or operatives, and then you play against like a separate team or something like that.
1: No, well, I or don't do, mind it. Like you know, I play Exo Primal, like and that's yeah, literally the same thing.
2: It is. I I just I think with I like. Like dinosaurs. But I like that gimmick more, a little bit more, actually. So that it's just, It's that got all the
1: cool ass dinosaurs, and they're rendered uh-huh. really cool.
2: Yeah. I don't know. But her, uh, I forgot Hearthstone is a Blizzard thing. I know that one's big because I remember my friends in high school would talk about it a lot. Uh, uh, next major expansion is uh, Showdown in the Badlands, is what it's called. Uh, it's a card games next expansion. It'll take place in Anterost Wild West. <clears throat> uh, it's apparently just got a Western spin on it. It serve as a origin story to Hearthstone's wah, wah, wah. characters Reno Jackson and Elise Starseeker, wah, wah, is what their names wah. are. Uh, yeah, you're gonna save the Badlands on November Fourteenth.
1: They wasn't called the Goodlands, was they?
2: That's actually a week from now, so you get a week from now.
1: Uh, Diablo
2: Yay. Tabletop or GG is announced they're releasing yeah. in fall 2024 pre-order campaign on kickstarter i want to look at this i want to see how this looks show me pictures Ugh, it's not fun
1: show me the pictures it
2: won't because it doesn't load show me the pictures. <laughs> oh wait here we go come on allow <clears throat> Just show me pictures. The core oh my book God. will
1: launch fall 2024, and Diablo uh, Tabletop RPG will launch via a pre-order campaign on Kickstarter. Uh, Diablo 4 is the main inspiration for the tabletop, and it will further explore the overworld and underworld of Sanctuary, embarking on adventures above and below with fan-favorite mechanics torn straight from the screen and put directly onto your gameplay.
2: Okay, so they don't show the board game. That's great. They just show you the box for it. I just want to see, like, the creatures and stuff like that. I want to see the, the designs. Uh, what's the next The creatures. The What's the next one? Um... Oh, uh, Phil Spencer makes a prize appearance. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, he w- was just
1: like, hey, what up, BlizzCon, <laughs> Activision, Blizzard. What's up, BlizzCon? The
2: fuck is Warcraft Rumble?
1: He probably walked out on the stage and they were all like, oh, it's this guy. <laughs> uh but yeah warcraft rumble it, gets a launch uh cinematic and launch gameplay trailer on ios i like the art style
2: i think it's a it's a game a mobile game on uh mo- it's a mobile game based around their it's warcraft. a mobile game
1: on mobile game on it's ios made, and android oh uh, so. yeah based around
2: them yeah it's top down okay that makes sense cool whatever blizzcon 2023
1: yeah Blizzard. Thank you, Blizzard. Uh Uh-oh. Thank you, Jamie Lee Curtis. You keep me regular. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I envy Manafred. Is he in the same conversation or on another planet?
2: Did you just say that? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We have the Seinfeld AI AI going on in the background. Yeah,
1: we have the... uh, Well, I have the... Readout on the side over here. I know, but, but we, um, we
2: can still we can still something read out else that's something. on
1: the side. The Epic Game Store is still not prof uh, profitable nearly five years after the launch. Um, like, you so know,
2: that's not their main revenue stream anyway. So,
1: yeah, uh, their their expensive war with Valve over PC games uh, still hasn't paid off. Um, the Game Store launched nearly five years ago with eye catching PC exclusives that cost the company behind Fortnite an arm and a leg to secure. Uh, Since then, Epic has thrown bucket loads of cash at securing PC exclusives, Alan Wick 2 being the latest, and weekly free game giveaways in a bid to carve out a piece of the PC gaming pie. It's even launched aggressive revenue terms for publishers and developers to try and attract more games to its platform.
2: They're getting desperate now.
1: It's not necessarily desperation they're just...
2: the way that it said aggressively going after finding pc exclusives and stuff i just so i've noticed it but they're not getting super desperate but they're looking for a way to fix the issue a lot quicker than they have in the past because i'm assuming it's now making a bigger dent than they expected
3: to yeah uh.
1: So, um, Epic Games Store boss Steve Allison said on the, uh, witness stand that while the store isn't profitable yet, Epic's goal is still growth, um, which I guess that's a good thing. Uh, you can always, you never give up, you know?
2: They're gonna keep growing. I just...
1: They offered the 88-12 revenue split compared to Valve taking 30% cut of Steam sales. So, instead of 70-30, they take 88, uh... Idiot. This guy looks
2: so fucking dope. Oh, you're looking at Halloween? I'm looking at the Halloween p- pictures. They,
1: it looks cool. I like. I always liked...
2: Yeah, was that done on five? Yo. He shows up. Oh my God, not the Janet. He did shows it. up. <laughs> yeah, that that looks actually really cool. Yikes <laughs> on bikes. This guy looks like he needs a nap.
1: Me too,
2: though. Uh,
1: moving on. We have uh, something wild that I did not fucking expect.
2: Ati, that's his name. Ati.
1: For Fortnite just had its biggest day ever, thanks to Fortnite OG with over forty four point seven million players. Oh, Joe yeah. asked me to play Fortnite with him. Yeah, no, I, I heard. was like, I, I, I don't play it. Fortnite.
2: Like. So apparently, this brought building back. If I think, if I believe, I might be wrong about that. That's why it's called OG. Uh, I don't know if that's what it is, though.
1: 102 million hours of play from the 44.7 million players. That's at least two hours of play per player.
2: I just need to know what, like, the OG aspect is, if it is. That's a
1: lot of time. Um, Fortnite had its highest concurrent player count ever yesterday. Um, November 4th with 6,172,463 players battle royaling at once. So uh, OG sends players to Fortnite's original original island and will treat players to a different phase of the battle royale's past, starting with Chapter 1, Season 5. Yes, this means shopping carts, ADKs, uh, assault rifle, pump, shotgun, and more.
2: So the most popular season, Mm -hmm. at least that I remember... No, no, Mm -hmm. not popular. The most... Franchise establishing season for Fortnite was probably that season because I remember the carts being a big thing that I saw everywhere. Whenever I saw stuff and memes about it and whatnot.
1: Yeah, this news. Uh, follow, using them. All this the follows the news that Epic Games would be laying off 830 employees or 16 percent of the workforce. <laughs> you know. Uh, well, yeah, we got. Actually, can you come back? Uh, we 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 uh, underestimated Fortnite.
2: You know, that's what's. I, I keep saying it. These companies keep expanding so fucking big, and they just they they don't have the workforce to keep doing that though. So
1: yeah, Fortnite's not pumping the numbers that it used to before OG. Yeah, but
2: now it's back. Apparently, I've never played Fortnite. I have never touched it.
1: I played Fortnite one in one sitting, two times. I got first place both times, and I, and then I was like, I'm bored. Like. I don't like the aspects of the game. I think the building is kind of stupid. Well, the building's gone. Like, I know that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's more the building is gone. But I didn't like the graphics to begin with. You know what I mean? So like, why would I go back to play a game that's just stripped of the only thing that made it different than any other first person? Or well, person they player? added
2: they've added way more stuff than just that. Now, like yeah, like every season they always add new gimmicks and stuff. Now they have drivable
1: cars. Uh, I feel old. Yeah, but uh, next up, we have Marvel's Spider-Man 2 devs have officially come out and said Miles Morales is the main Spider-Man from now on, which is fine. That's cool. Uh, He's been dominating the fucking movies and the fucking (laughs) game. You know what I mean? Like, it's no different. And that's not saying that's going to be the end of uh, Peter Parker's Spider-Man, obviously. It's just his character story is probably a little more bogged down than Miles Morales' is. And this feels like a newer, fresher, and more modern story um, <clears throat> compared to just classic old, old Ben. Old Ben <laughs> just dying in the streets. But this also <laughs> makes
2: people think they're going to kill off Peter in the next game. <laughs> uh,
1: well, so. yeah, they could. They definitely could. Yeah, no, but, no, uh,
2: there's people on Twitter that are being like, they're just going to kill off Peter in the next game. They're just gonna fucking murder him. They're gonna make mm-hmm. us watch as he dies in front of us, like Gwen Stacy did in Amazing
1: Spider-Man. Yeah, dude, Miles is gonna be like, "I'll save you," and they <laughs> grab him the same way that Gwen Stacy died, and uh, just snaps his So back, and man. he's a fucking quadriplegic for the rest of his life. Oh, no. He's Stephen Hawking. There's some. Spider-Man. There's some.
2: So uh, then s- he becomes he becomes paraplegic Peter. He becomes paraplegic Peter Parker, PPP. Mm-hmm. And he th- he, he's Spider-Man. He's paraplegic Spider-Man.
1: So he's just rocking people in the face with his wheels?
2: <laughs> he can
1: spit web. Uh, that's not how that works. Yeah.
2: He's found a new way of, of doing it. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's going to be interesting to see where they go Somebody with Somebody said, I would
1: absolutely kill off Peter Parker for Insomniac Spider-Man 3 and let Miles take the mantle of the one and only Spider-Man.
2: But they're gonna kill him off he's Great. gonna die
1: i'm not saying that he's gonna die but they definitely are kind of hinting at it so at if, venom, like, is, if venom
2: is the villain in this one who was the villain in the, in the, in the it was dot it was like sinister six stuff and whatnot so then in the oh craven was supposed to be in this one too if i believe then in the next one they should make it what is a good villain spider-man that
3: like work?
2: It's green goblin he wasn't really in it that that much, so like, yeah, you could have the Green Goblin kill Peter Parker, finally. So, Med. yeah, <laughs> have the Hobgoblin show up too. Yeah, the Hobgoblin. <laughs> so that's happening. Speaking of twos, though, sitting Skyline's two boss is uh, surprised by the tone of debate after patching out. Offensive radio advert. Apparently there was an advert There's on the radio. There's radio
1: stations in city skylines in the same way that GTA does, you know what I mean? And one of them, uh, everybody got uh, up, in, up in arms about.
2: Spasm electronics advertisement, which from the in-game radio stations, after remember the community to issue with the sound effects, which they argued were similar to the sound a person makes when they experience a seizure. I have not heard these sound effects. Yeah. I want to hear the sound effects.
1: So uh, they said, I'm we wanted find, to I'm be gonna... welcoming to all, so we decided to remove said radio ad. Uh, I, however, was surprised by the tone of the discussion. Um, he said, I would like everyone to keep in mind that when you join community discussions, I would urge everyone to leave constructive criticism. This man's never seen a hate comment in his life. Uh, Leave constructive criticism and remember that if there's an issue with the game, it's not appropriate to attack a fellow community member or single out a developer or a partner of Colossal Order. Uh, We are reading all the feedback we can and trying to move forward with the dev team. (laughs) And she's
0: like,
2: Oh, no. I just heard that one little bit. That's enough. Here,
0: Jess. Looking at me like it's on. So I do a full body girth like this. Uh, and she's like, uh, and I say,
1: Y'all
0: it. Fucking God. Oh my god. And he comes and he's like, Oh you all spasm electronics, get y'all electronic. We got first
2: facility down. It has to be this one little like bit. Right here. So
0: I do a full body girk like this. Uh, and she's it like, It has to be that one bit. Right there.
2: Yeah, technically, I wouldn't say that that's them saying, but like them saying, it's a full-bodied gurk <laughs> And <laughs> followed up <laughs> by, yeah, yeah, yeah. It does make it, it definitely is in the sense. It's a full-bodied <laughs> It's so funny. <laughs> Why did they put that into an ad? I
1: don't know, man. Ugh. I should just get. I want. To, That's like when Mariah tells me that, like, when she does ticks, like that, yeah. her body takes a screenshot. And her I, I just, really just. You should love just that.
2: tell her that your body just did a full body girk. <laughs> <laughs> She'll look at you. Full like, body girk, what girl. What the fuck does that even mean? It's Ugh. just new girkin. It's funny. You girkin in your merch.
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> We're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> we're moving on to christmas and uh killer christmas time uh, for christmas massacre developer uh says the game is too crazy for switch and xbox but it's actually coming to playstation it's already on steam it's already on steam it's a ps1 style sl- stealth slasher christmas massacre and it won't appear anywhere else uh developer puppet combo said in a series of posts on twitter that the only play, that only oh. PlayStation will allow. Pull it oh. up by saying "Christmas Massacre." Oh. Too crazy for both Switch and Xbox. I
2: mean, They're... Jazz, you haven't even. I'm
1: I'm watching this right now. This yeah. is this. Have you just? You Christmas Massacre is an '80s-inspired stealth slasher game with low-poly PS1-style graphics. <laughs> this uh, this per is. In, the, I'm 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 looking. Uh, synopsis: It says sneak, stalk, and murder your uh, prey without being caught. You must kill without being seen to complete each level. So it's a stealth. You ready? Kill. You ready
2: to see the, the first ten seconds?
1: Yeah. There's right. resemblance to the controversial PS2 title Manhunt on Ro- from Rockstar Games. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it kind of does remind me of Manhunt. From it Rockstar. is. It is
3: literally
2: Manhunt or Hostel. Um, and as a, as a, oh, 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 oh we're oh, burning the nuns. Oh, fire oh was God, spotted. and Oh, Larry
1: was spotted. Fire was I just,
2: spotted. okay, okay. Christmas
1: Massacre. Yeah, I love, I love this game. What? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so tiny? Slash it all It's Chucky. Level complete. Killed everyone.
2: Ooh. Ew. Oh my god! <laughs> what is this that? This is
1: fantastic. I love I, that. I don't vibe. I mean,
2: I vibe with it, but it's just also like, it's definitely the same vibe of like, of course, Manhunt and all that stuff, like VHS style video game esque. Uh, yeah. So uh, stuff uh, and
1: whatnot. Xbox and Switch actually carries previous puppet combo go- combo games, uh, which makes this disappointing to many of their fans.
2: What is their other games? What are their other games? Are they the ones that make Manhunt?
1: I don't think they're the ones who make Manhunt. They
2: made Power Drill Massacre, which I actually know of.
1: Stay Out of the House, Nun Massacre, and Murder House.
2: Power Drill Massacre is just you going around with the Power Drill. That was was the gist of it, I believe. Oh, no, no, no. You were looking for a killer that kills people with a drill. That's what it was, I think. Or no, wait. Are you the person... It, I think you you kill the people with the drill. Yeah, 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 yeah. Injured after car. Arm, Megan flees the woods.
1: Dirtiest, unstable conditions within the waves. Gus from west likely. Hyperbora warning and. Okay,
2: we're we're getting <laughs> some fucking like <laughs> government codes going on here. Literally
1: though. Okay. But, so, speaking of government codes, uh, this has absolutely nothing to do with that. But Baldur's Gate three. You don't know G- that. Achievement hints in a new difficulty mode that could be absolutely horrifying. Government
2: code mode.
1: Oh, there's something even harder than tactician. And it was spotted by a res- Redditor named Scorns on the Baldur's Gate 3 subreddit, and some fan- fans noticed a currently unobtainable achievement on the uh, GOG PC storefront. Um, the achievement titled Foehammer requires a Baldur's Gate 3 player to complete the game in honor mode. Whatever oh, cool. the fuck that is. Yeah, they're probably going to
2: add it in.
1: Honor mode. Uh,
2: you can only access one save file. There's permadeath feature. Yeah. I
1: hate that. Yeah. I hate that. That's so scary. Mm-hmm.
2: It makes it permanent. It makes your character real. You, won't, you die, you die.
1: <laughs> your save file is deleted if your whole party wipes. Yeah, it makes sense. Not even withers can save you here.
3: Yeah.
1: Withers, my guy, my guy. Off he brings your friends back to life. Withers, he's Uh -uh. my guy. Uh -uh. Like, so that's not happening.
2: Yeah. But speaking of threes, ooh, how bad of a three do you have to be? Modern Warfare three. Sorry, not the Modern Warfare Warfare three. You're thinking of from 2016. I don't remember which one that one is from. But Modern Warfare three of this year. Doing like 20- bad, it doing doo-doo bad. 11, 20, uh, uh, no 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 no. 2012, 2011, if I believe was Modern Warfare 2. Uh,
1: no, Modern Warfare
2: 2 was 2009. 2000. No, hold on, because now it's giving me Modern Warfare 2 from last year. Fuck. 2009, Modern Warfare 2. 2013 mm-hmm. was Modern Warfare 3. Fuck. <laughs> no, 2011. <clears throat> there we like go. So that. I was I was right. But, uh no, Modern Warfare 3 of 2023, sorry, I had to look this one up. 4 out of 10 IGN, Uh bad campaign from what I heard. What's Steam got to give it? Give me Steam reviews, man. Oh, you had a pre-purchase. It comes out November 10th, which is three days from now.
1: The original Modern Warfare 3 from 2011 is being review-bombed by people mistaking it for the new Modern Warfare 3. Yeah. No surprises dear guys. That makes sense. It's so underwhelming. The whole part of the game feels like it picked up parts from Modern Warfare 2, like from November 3rd, 2023 on a game that was released in 2011. Wild. People don't pay attention to shit, dude. They don't. Like, Uh... 2011's most helpful review posted in the last 30 days, according to Steam, simply reads, "Realized this isn't Modern Warfare 3 2023. Wasn't disappointed at all. Nah. <laughs> uh-huh. I came back to play this campaign because the new one was terrible. Reads another Steam review. There you go. Yeah, so...
2: Yeah, so uh, yeah, we'll so see, we'll see how that.
1: this how that goes. IGN
2: gave it a 4 out of 10. And, uh, I wonder how the, the, the multiplayer is going to be.
1: Yeah, I'm not so sure. I wonder... if uh, Manfred is in there
3: as a the main character. You know,
2: look at him; he's just geeking. <laughs> that's not, that's not Manfred. No, it's
1: not Manfred. That's Fred. not Manfred.
2: Oh. That's Kelly. Manfred's the one in the back in the red shirt. We're talking that's about Seinfeld crazy. AI.
1: I can yeah, sorry, sorry, Seinfeld AI. It's still open. It's just on another. So it's on another speaking
2: thing. of something that possibly could have
1: had uh, multiplayer back then, if
2: they really tried, was the cancelled two thousand four PS two Daredevil game. Uh, Which has been unearthed. It's
1: been unearthed. The whole prototype of the game has emerged on the internet. It's called the Hidden Palace, uh, which is a uh, community dedicated to the preservation of retro video games, Uh, published a prototype of Daredevil the Man Without Fear, which was intended to launch on PS2, but was canceled in 2004 just before it was finished.
2: This has vibes of Spider-Man PS2.
1: Most definitely. Yeah, um, for sure. From the rooftop to the art style, literally. Uh huh. Like, look at that.
2: And also maybe the possible combat mechanic that I'm looking at right here. Uh,
1: this is an anonymous developer who worked on the game sent over the prototype. An enthusiast called Solid Snake Eleven then tidied up the prototype so it could be made playable.
2: Is it playable? Can I play it? Can I play it?
1: Yeah. Where? It. Probably hiddenpalace org slash
2: news slash Daredevil. I don't wanna see.
1: Uh, it says, we'd like to thank Casually Noted and anonymous developer who worked on the game for sending us this prototype. A huge special thanks to Solid Snake 11 for taking a crack at fixing the game so that it could be made playable. Um, the story was apparently based on Electra Electra Lives Again comic and kicked off with the assassination of of the Kingpin. Uh, This sparks a war between rival gangs that consume Hell's Kitchen. Daredevil can grapple up walls and use a shadow world ability uh, to view sources and other forms of life. Uh, Gameplay is up on YouTube. Why was it canceled? Uh, Apparently, Sony made demands of the game that were at odds with those of Marvel itself. For example, Sony reportedly forced the addition of a grinding mechanic inspired by Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Series. What? A big scope change and engine trouble followed staff left. Then Marvel apparently canceled the project in 2004 after deciding it had strayed too far from the beaten path and uh, the vision that it had originally approved. Uh, 2003 did see the release of the Daredevil game, but for Game Boy Advance. This is a separate game to Daredevil, The Man Without Fear, oh, yeah, that's probably like but two was published years by so. Encore Software. And that was the set in for
2: that video game, but like, uh, thank God for retro gamers oh. bringing it back. Okay, know? so I see, I'm watching the com, the like, the gameplay and stuff. I can see where the game really didn't have. Oh wow, it does have a thermal effect going on to it. That's actually interesting. So then, can you climb up buildings? You can't climb up buildings. I was actually trying to figure out how that works. Doesn't that's that's interesting, and then fighting is cool. I was I'm I'm just watching gameplay of it at this moment.
1: Right, <sighs> uh, but next up we have an another game uh, modder coming in. Elden Ring modder uh, puts Millennia inside uh, Sekiro. Shadows die twice. They shouldn't
2: have done that. And, uh, it's evil.
1: Apparently, it's evil. It's inherently evil.
2: Like, why the fuck would you do that? It's like it's, it made the game. It made it ma- apparently made it va- basically impossible to kill her. Uh, based on how Sekiro plays, yeah, she moves too fast. She moves too fast, and if you parry her, she like the amount of times that she hits you will definitely. You'll die. It'll it'll knock down your parry uh, meter and you will get stabbed and die. Like, for sure. She hits so fucking hard. And deflecting time are oddly inconsistent and there were often awkward interactions. Nevertheless, it's still amazing that from... Is there like actually a video of it? Because that would actually be dope to watch. I'd love to watch that. (sighs) Uh... Other
1: mods have...
2: uh... Oh, yes, yes. Okay, so they showcased it in action here. Okay. i
1: Have put, pitted Millennia against Here, every other go. boss in the game. And also turned every enemy into the game if into Millennia. If you, oh
2: my god. <laughs> if you go up to the top and press on his actual name, go up more. Uncle. There you go. Uncle. That's his name. It brings you to the video itself. Uh-oh. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. This is copyright music. These are children on and add. This is sick. Yeah, but uh, that's was pretty just, cool. I was just gonna watch the video. I was just gonna watch and see what it looked like for a bit, but I just—it's only three minutes long.
1: Yeah. Oh. You pause the podcast. To no, 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 or, no, like, no, 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 no. I'm not saying we want... should sit here quietly. I'm for not. Three I'm not saying we sit here quietly. I'm, just <laughs> like, scro- I'm gonna scroll through because we're people. on our last uh, article and it's pulling up on 10:30. Yeah. So I gotta go.
2: I know. <laughs> so do I. I already see this going very bad. This is really cool, though. Oh shit! Even when she does her second form, I get okay. Very tough.
1: They lowered the render.
2: Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Nah, yeah. This is like this is crazy. Like it, it's really cool to see that it, that it works, but it's, it's crazy as fuck, bro
1: but uh, pulling up on that last article here, something that I thought was really freaking cool and kind of funny. Uh, Doritos has actually released a crunch crunch cancellation tech so people do not hear when you chew your chips into the mic. Um, It has... uh, Everybody's familiar with somebody who's eaten into the mic before, and anyone who plays games with anyone online knows that that just cuts through the mic so loud. So software developer Dylan Fashbaugh uh, trained an AI on the sound of over 5,000 Doritos crunches over the course of half a year, then separated the voice from the crunch to remove the annoying sound from the audio. Uh, He uh, put up examples of it, and he's probably going to make some good money off of this, selling this to someone. But Doritos said research showed 46% of UK adults dislike the sound of other people eating, and 35% of UK adults find the sound of others crunching on snacks distracting. Uh, which is a hundred percent me in agreement, <laughs> and I love the fact that they got a crunch detector slash monitor. You can download the software for free for use on PC now.
2: The um, the monitor is uh, human controlled. Every time that you take a crunch, the dude has to like step on man, his balls. Man, oh. Step on crunch his them. Step on his own ones. Yep. So you gotta pull gonna, him off. He's gonna fit... Oh, does he worse? Yep. Uh, gotta I cut wanna, him off. I don't want a eunuch himself. Extra stingy. I don't want him the eunuch himself.
1: That's awful. We're gonna pull his urethra out that's from the inside. Work. Okay.
3: Uh,
1: We're gonna stick a... No. Jumbo no straw. More.
2: No more. No more of the podcast. It is over. It is gone. I am leaving right now. Goodbye. Except for one more thing. That's an fact
1: what is that? I'll tell
2: you. The Zach that smiles back. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to come up with the goddamn um, slogan merkin. at the end of that, but all I like, said, well, all I kept coming in my head was
1: goldfish! <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just going to say merkin at the no, end for absolutely no, no reason since you like to whisper it during the middle of the podcast. No, I said, what, what was it? It,
2: it? Gherkin. Gherkin, yes, you're gherkin <laughs> on my merkin. <laughs> exactly, Merkin. While well, she jerking in that corner.
1: No, like, All right, we're done. We're done. Okay, Zach's
2: fact for the for 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 today: uh, Gherkin is slang for uh, uh,
1: uh, whistling uh, while you loites. twerks. Don't say "goys." <laughs> yes. Uh, oh. it's
2: it's actually it's slang for uh, space eight. people from uh, the moon. All right. The Rebel Man. The Rebel Man. Alright. Anyways, we'll talk to you.
1: Come Tuesday we'll talk to you again, okay?
2: Yeah.
1: Alright. Until then, you guys keep fresh. You guys have a great week. And uh don't girk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it seems as if you have done it. <clears throat> Done what you ask? Hmm. Well, it seems like you have crawled into the internet wormhole known as the Spitting Nonsense Podcast and made it out alive. Congratulations, Wanderer. <laughs>